Welcome to this episode of Steam Up the Classroom. I'm Tori Cameron, and today we have uh, a special guest and also a co-host. So Erin Fisher is back, you guys. Erin is just Hi. the fifth time or something. You have the record, and you're just taking that record, and you're running with it. for. Um, <laughs> I love it. You come on the pod. But uh, you are a guest host today, and we have an amazing person coming on. And uh, we have been, Erin and I have been chatting with her for, I don't know, couple years now on Twitter and uh, she's finally made it onto the podcast so welcome Risa Bennett from Pear Deck. Hello. I'm so excited we finally made this happen. This took way too long. Probably my fault. <laughs> tweets of me just, you know, fangirling and being a total stan and, and everything. And it's finally happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I, I think it's going to have been worth the wait. <laughs> yes, definitely. So um, it'll be a very Perry episode. <laughs> <laughs> well executed fun there. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, if you are just joining us for the first time, um, then you probably don't know, but anyone who's listened to, I don't know, at least a few episodes before has probably heard me gush about Pear Deck, and any time that Erin comes on, I feel like we always go on some kind of rant about Pear Deck and how amazing oh, it is. Oh, Yeah, so I'm super glad that Erin's on to chat with Risa, um, and Erin is also a Pear Deck coach, so she is perfect as my co-host today. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, so, I don't know, Risa, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with Pear Deck? Yeah, for sure. So, I was a high school English teacher in Kansas, right out of college. I taught high school for six years, and um, I, I cared a lot about education and, like, poured my heart out into the classroom, but I also just, um, I just felt like... Well, I didn't have a ton. I, I didn't have a ton of support in the district that I was working in. And so I was trying to do innovative things. I was trying to do things out of the box. And that just wasn't going over very well with the leadership in my school. And so um, I was really determined to beat like the teacher attrition statistics about, you know, teachers leaving the classroom in the first five years. And so I, I didn't, I kept trying and working hard at it. And finally, after six years, I was like, you know, I just isn't going how I want it to go. So I left the classroom and sort of happened into ed tech as my next move. And uh, I, it was really just fortuitous. I didn't really know what I was looking for or what I was equipped to do. And I found um, an ed tech company here in Kansas City. And now I've been in a number of ed tech companies in the last six or seven years. Oh, Guys, wow. I, don't, I don't remember how long that's been, but I have been at Pear Deck now for two years, and, two, and Pear Deck is just far and away my like favorite job I've ever had. It's like absolutely my dream job. I'm getting to do just the perfect culmination of the things that I love, which is still working closely with teachers and just empowering educators um, to be innovative in their classrooms. Um, 
and I get to travel quite a bit and meet lots of educators. And it's just been, I, my work anniversary was last week, actually. So two oh, delightful wow. years. <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't it so mm-hmm. great when you finally find that perfect job and it just clicks? It really is amazing. And I always have to, you know, teachers that are maybe unhappy in the classroom come to me a lot and they're like, you have the dream job. How did you get it? And I always want to say first, like, I have regrets that I didn't try to go to a different district and, you know, like maybe I would have found space to have stayed in the classroom. But also after that, it was like a lot of trial and error um, and finding what exactly the combination of things is that I was really good at and that I wanted to do. And determining like is my passion really education is it something else and I think unequivocally after seven years outside of the classroom I can say like yes my passion is still education and I, I just can't shake it from my heart and from my mind that's amazing mm-hmm. and that's exactly someone that you want working for a company like Pear Deck someone oh, yes. who has experience you know and in the classroom so that way they understand what teachers are going through and and everything I think that's what makes you so approachable too Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And that's the thing in general that sets Pear Deck apart is that it was founded by educators and uh, the tool is created just for classrooms, right? Like I was actually talking to somebody from Microsoft earlier today and talking about how so often teachers are handed um, tech tools that are, you know, like business systems and they're just clearly not designed uh, for like what the classroom experience looks like versus say an office experience. And so I'm always just really proud to show Pear Deck to people because it's so obvious um, that it was somebody who had experience in the classroom who conceptualized the tools. Oh yeah, definitely. I remember when I, um, I remember when I first found Pear Deck as a suggestion from a colleague from another school. And uh, it was like four years ago back when it was still, uh, only on its own platform before the amazing slides add on. And I remember I would send like questions to Pear Deck all the time about how to do certain things. And they were always so responsive. I was back with, is it Micah or Michaela? Michael. How do you say her name? Michael. Uh-huh. Michael. Yeah. And she would like always respond. And I would send so many things. She said, why don't you become a coach? Cause you send us so many questions. <laughs> 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 but it was so um like they were so responsive and so teacher oriented and they would take everything teachers the teachers would say too and like work it in somehow. Yeah, I I hear that so often and it always just really warms my heart and you know as we've grown so much over the years I just want that to still be people's impression of us, you know, that we're tuned into teachers' needs and trying to meet them actively. Oh yeah. And the kids, the kids love it. When I was, so my role has changed a little bit since, um, I was, since I started in the district. Um, when I started, I was a classroom teacher and now I see all the kids as a specialist teacher, all the kids in the whole school. So I, my, um, my use of Pear Deck has changed, but when I was in the classroom as a classroom teacher, we use Pear Deck almost every single day. Like out of 180 days, I would say we probably used it 170. <laughs> and, uh, and it was so ideal and so perfect for my math class because the kids could do the problems at their seats and then we could toss them up on the board and we could talk about it. And it was just, it was so interactive and so perfect. I've never had a more interactive class and um, with all the kids engaged and everything. And, and when, 
if I didn't have the Pear Deck link on the board when they walked into the class and uh, and they realized that we weren't using Pear Deck that day, it would be like a riot. The kids would be like, what do you mean we're not using Pear Deck today? Like, how come? It's, it's so funny. <laughs> I just love it so much. And I don't blame them. I would have loved something like that when I was a student. Oh, same. Yeah, Especially it's fun as a teaching class. tool, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it, you can tell that not only is it teacher friendly and made by teachers and um, they take all, you know, the advice from teachers and everything like that, but you can tell that they also are so student oriented too. They really want to have students have the best, um, the best like relationship with the program too. So they want to keep using it and they want to, you know, encourage their teachers to use it and everything. It's just, it's so ideal. Absolutely. I think about how I was a kid who like in almost every class I was talking and like pretty quick to raise my hand and have an answer. But in math class, um, I was I just didn't have any confidence at all. And like I just dreaded having to like be called on or show my work up front or something like that. I mean, there's just nothing I can think of that gives me like even now I feel like I have back sweat just thinking about it. And with Pear Deck, you know, you take that away, you make it so much safer. I just, I can't imagine how much I would have thrived in that environment having, you know, like just the protection of the anonymous answers up on the screen and the real time feedback, you know, by the time I got an assignment back, I was like, oh, wow, I really didn't understand this unit. I didn't know. So yeah, it's such a good tool for formative, um, formative instruction. And we, we were, we use, um, an assessment in our district and through NWEA and they had a post and I just showed it in my book club today on 75 of the best formative assessment tools. And there's Pear Deck right there. I mean, it's just a great tool to collect formative data on your students, but it also engages them and gives them a lot of opportunity to show their knowledge in different ways too with, um, you know, especially with the slides add on now and having to, you can put in different graphing backgrounds and having the kids graph math equations and using that overlay feature with the, the drawing slides. Like you can immediately see 30 kids if they can graph an equation correctly because the line's there. <laughs> it's just so quick. And I had parents saying that they love that. Um, Pear Deck was used because I would toss up the notes at the end of class onto Google Classroom and parents could go in and check and see how their kids did answering all the questions and everything like that. And they loved it because then they could talk to it, talk to them when they got home or um, they could use it as a reference for when they were trying to figure out a problem um, at home or, or something like that. It was great. The parents loved it too. I love hearing that. I I taught in a, when I taught, I was, I taught in a one-to-one district, which was actually very like ahead of its time. And yeah, that is ahead. Yeah. Like 2006, they leased their first set of MacBooks, I think for their high schoolers. And I remember being like, I don't, basically all we ever did with our one-to-one situation was just, you know, use it as a word processor or use it as um, like basically a search engine. And there was really nothing else. You know, we didn't receive a lot of training on how else to um, make a one-to-one rollout effective or like how we could actually enhance our teaching with it. And if I think now what my class would have looked like had I had Pear Deck in it, which Pear Deck was not born in 2006, but uh, if I, if it had been, how, 
how much better I could have engaged with parents. I think that was like a struggle that I had, um, especially just as a young teacher, just barely, I mean, I was only four years older than my students when I started. And so like I had a hard time finding effective ways to communicate with, with parents and to like give insight into what we were doing and um, all that in the early days of like navigating, you know, power school and online grades and like, just real-time feedback. I think I'm rambling. The point is, I think that I would just, I would have had so many, such a more effective presence in my classroom and relationships with, with parents and students had I had Pear Deck. Yeah. I was saying that today, like my perfect idea of a Pear Deck lesson, and I'm also out of the classroom now as a tech integration specialist, but when I look at how I teach teachers to use Pear Deck, I always say um, it's great to have it, to start your class, have the kids come in, have it in whole class mode and have them do the check-in, do two or three questions as a class and on your teacher side, use that dashboard to see how they're doing and then put it into student pace mode, pull your small group based on that formative data that you can see so quickly and let the rest of the class go in the student pace mode. And you still have that engagement and you have such differentiation there with the same tool. It's just it's powerful. So true. And it's so perfect for if you have a sub too, we can toss it into student pace mode. Mm -hmm. I love. Or how about if you have uh, students that are at home, they can't make it to school, they join from home. True. Oh, that's great. I tell people all the time, especially I don't know how sports seasons are. Um, how in mass fit in Kansas, the spring semester was just so jam packed with activities. So like on a Tuesday afternoon, a class of 30 kids would be whittled down to like six because they were all like at track meets and baseball games. Really? Who knows what? Yeah. And so I, I basically lost like hours of my life reteaching or retelling assignments or like turning everything into like worksheets or whatever, because students, you know, they had so much makeup work to do. And I, Again, if I had had student pace mode, I could have, I mean, we could have just had the whole class flowing smoothly the whole time and they could have known ahead of time what they were going to miss. And you can have like so many small groups going with different activities. Like, oh, it's just, it's just a great tool. So let's, uh, let's talk about the naysayers for a minute. What, um, what would you say to someone who says that um, Paradeck is just a tool where kids can hide behind the screen? Oh my gosh, you like teed me up perfectly for my favorite <laughs> story of the summer. <laughs> uh, so we had a little, uh, a little family gathering this summer um, where my, my cousins from Canada actually came down. We we're all together and two of my three cousins are teachers as well. And so they, I hadn't seen a couple of them in a few years. So they were asking me what I was doing and I was describing Pear Deck and my cousin was like, Oh, well, you know, that's probably fine for high school, but I teach middle school and we're still trying to teach kids how to have face-to-face -face interactions. I don't want my students behind the screen. And I was Aww. just dumbfounded because oh my goodness, <laughs> it was just such a big miss on what really the nature of Pear Deck is. And, um, Unfortunately, though, I feel like a lot of people feel that way about screens okay. and everything. So, But let's go to the other side, yeah. right? Like, I wrote this post for the Pear Deck blog a few years ago. It's called The Game Changer, and it was about my student who had, um, like, 
a social anxiety. Like she had trouble. She never raised her hand and she never felt like she had a voice ever in the classroom. She wrote me this beautiful thank you letter at the end of the year. And it was because I was using Pear Deck. It gave her a moment to shine. She didn't have to have the hand raised. And she would see her answers up on that board, like when we could go over things and she could respond. And she saw what a star she was. And it gave her the voice she never had. I loved that blog post so much. And that sums it up perfectly. It's um, when we talk I mean, about. It's our job to reach all learners, too. I mean, we can talk about the kids that will hide behind the screen, but we can also talk about how the screen gives some kids a powerful voice. And it's our job to use all tools. Right. True. To reach all our learners. Exactly. What happened with your cousin, though? Um, I, I was sort of ill-prepared for her to just dismiss me so quickly. So <laughs> I, I, try, I think I tried to start explaining sort of what Erin just said, and then it was like dinner time, and I lost it. But I spent a lot of time thinking afterwards about how I could have handled it better. <laughs> and it, that's basically it. I, I spent a lot of time researching this summer about um, – really like in depth about what student engagement is and what it looks like. And what I discovered is that, you know, we have our behavioral engagement where you pose a question to the kids and they answer it. Like you check the box, like it's sort of a ping pong thing and that's fine. But there's this whole other domain of student engagement that is the psychological engagement piece. And what I discovered is that Pear Deck hits on all three of the, of the main areas of psychological engagement. And the first one is just that uh, a student feels safe and connected with a teacher. So with Pear Deck, obviously you have insight into the kids' responses. So to Aaron's anecdote, just about actually knowing what every student knows or doesn't know and then being able to create interventions around that. Um, but then there's also the small little extras of Pear Deck, like um, the classroom climate data. So I don't know if you have this turned on when you use Pear Deck, but when the kids join, they can... Uh, say, how's my day going? And give a smiley face, a straight mm -hmm. face, or a sad face. And that, that's just like a little thing that can be a throwaway if you don't use it um, or you don't, don't track it. But I have several uh, stories from people who did use it. I even have one, and this is the story is sort of a downer, but it's really incredible. So we have a, a user in Texas who actively tracked that classroom climate data and she had a kid who was almost always he was happy-go-lucky he was a smiley kid he always gave the smiley face and then sort of out of nowhere started giving a sad face for two or three weeks straight and so she picked up on the pattern and you know connected with that kid one-on-one -on -one to ask what was going on and there was actually a situation at his home where his mother had started to uh, physically abuse him oh no yeah, and so the teacher was able to get the student and the parent connected with counseling and intervention and got them both the help that they needed and really, like, first of all, kept that student safe and restored the relationship between the parent and child to make the home environment safe, all just from being able to track that classroom climate data. That's powerful. It's incredibly powerful. And, and, that's, um, and that's just with, like, building connection between teacher and student. The other two parts of psychological engagement are um, the collaborative interaction between students in the classroom. So like a student needs to feel like they can safely interact with and collaborate with their peers um, to succeed. And so when I talk about how Pear Deck does that, you know, my, my mind 
first of all goes to flashcard factory and the way that the kids you know work in partners to create their flashcards and then the way they're put into teams and giving getting feedback and choosing their favorite answers then also there's ways that you can use like the draggable slide and kids can actually be verbally interacting to like make shapes out of the draggables or different things like that so Paradox fosters that interactivity as right. well and not you know it, it's explicitly not students hiding behind the screens and not participating and then the oh, last yeah. thing and I'm so sorry I'm being so long-winded but the no, last no, no, no I love it all the last I know I love this <laughs> I think love some good educational research to back us up, right? The last thing is equalizing student status in the classroom, which is like a whole bunch of words to basically say when students, for students to be engaged in the class, they have to believe that they are just as capable of, of succeeding as their peers are, and they have to feel like they are equally valued within the classroom community by both the teacher and by their peers. Just basically believing that they can succeed. And so when you're able to highlight, um, you know, exemplary answers up on the, on the screen, or you can also highlight misconceptions and say, look, like a lot of you kind of thought this, let's talk about how you got there. Um, and just giving, giving value to every kid's participation and sometimes just validating their questions or validating their participation that really allows students to feel um, like they can succeed and are successful just like their peers. When I was using um, Pear Deck every day, the kids got so used to me um, not being in the front of the room. And I hate, like, as a teacher in general, like, I rarely am in the front of the room for very long. I like to have the kids up and moving or um, talking to each other and coming up with the answers that way. But when I would use Pear Deck, I would be either in the back room or on the side of the room. And it was so great because I, you know, could have the kids go up to the board themselves if, um, you know, if they were willing to show what their work was and I could just press a button on my phone or the tablet and it could just pop right up on the screen. It, it didn't, well, my favorite part, I guess, about Pear Deck was it took away me being in front of the kids and teaching like traditionally, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you could still having, see what they were all doing. Yes. Yes. So which for, is even like, better. The people that argue and say, oh, they want kids to talk to, uh, to be able to interact with each other and not hide behind a screen. Well, how about the argument of where are you teaching as a teacher? Are the kids interacting right. with what they're actually doing? Are they, um, are they, or are you chained to your computer? <laughs> yeah. And are you having one kid answer at a time? You know, right. so. And we have all this bias, like that's a uh, hidden bias that, you know, we don't intend to pick the same students or go to the same side of the room or the same, but we do, and it's like almost, you know, subconscious. Right. So. And you can't really gauge how a class knows its information in, in student to student if you are answering or having one kid answer at a time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can we talk about Flashcard Factory for a minute since you mentioned Flashcard Factory because, oh my goodness, I love Flashcard Factory. <laughs> um, who, what, what age groups do you use it with? Like, what, who we loves it the most? It, um, I, I have not found any group that doesn't love it yet. So we've, I've used, I used it with adults this week, but I've used it as young as second grade. So I've gone from second grade to 12th grade in the school setting. 
And then uh, this week I used it with adults and the focus was on um, EL learners. So English language learners Mm -hmm. and how like you can explicitly teach vocabulary and have vocabulary in context with flashcard factory. So it was like such a good tool for that. It It was so much fun. That's awesome. Yes. I love it too. Tori, do you use it much? Um, I've used it a few times. Um, but again, my rules changed a little bit. So when I was using Pear Deck every single day, um, I did use it when I think it like had just come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now my rules yeah, changed. Last year, year I didn't use it like, all that much, much to my dismay, just because. Um, so basically, what happened was I went from being a classroom teacher to a specialist teacher, and I have a STEAM lab. Um, and so I see all the different um, kids in the school on, on rotation. Um, and this year I'm planning, last year was the first year and I was kind of getting, you know, my toes wet and figuring what works and what doesn't work as a specialist teacher. And this coming up year, I'm definitely planning on using some more pair deck and, and having some more interaction that way with the kids. And I'm excited for it. But anyway. Oh, they would love it too if you can get um get it. And I'm sure you can have it use the iPads, a few of the iPads for the flashcard factory for the drawing okay. of the words. Oh, it's so much more fun to draw it on the iPad than on a Chromebook mouse pad. Yep. <laughs> I could not agree more. It's really like, actually, <laughs> even as an adult, I feel like it's really demoralizing to see your like trash drawing that you use your trackpad <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> that was supposed mm-hmm. to be like this. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Um, I, I love Flashcard Factory too. I actually kick off almost every training with it because it's such a great icebreaker, you know, and I'm not a big icebreaker person. Mm-hmm. Like forced interaction doesn't really, um, is not- anyone a big icebreaker fan? Like I, I'm going to say no, no but I also, I, I also like feel like I'm sort of a skeptic about those kind of things. So I don't want to project my skepticism onto like people <laughs> are kind and loving and- but it's, it is so fun. And what I'm always amazed with, especially like I started uh, doing coach trainings in person and I'm amazed how many Pear Deck power users haven't actually played around with Flashcard Factory yet. And then their minds are always blown afterwards. Like a hidden gem. Totally. And it's free. So like everybody mm-hmm. is using Flashcard Factory. Oh, even and it integrates with Quizlet. It's so easy. It's so slick. And it's really like, um, you know, it hits all those domains, right? Like both the concrete, like the concrete learning and then the more abstract and it really stretches kids, but it also like what we know about drawing your thoughts and how that reinforces mm-hmm. it in your memory in, in a whole other way. Right. Sketch noting is so huge right now. It goes right along with that concept. Exactly. Yes, shout out to uh, Kim Zajac and her sketch noting, right? Oh, I love sketch noting. Yeah. She's amazing at it. Risa, are you coming to MassQ this year? MassQ Fall Conference? I don't have it on my calendar. I know, I know. And every year I think I'm going to get to, and then now we actually have a new uh, rep on the East Coast. So Yeah, he's coming to Google Palooza. I'm going to meet him. He's a former educator as well. He was out of um, somewhere in New Jersey. I'm not super familiar with the geography up there. But yeah, he was like a a science teacher and a tech specialist after that. And now he's a Pear Deck person. So 
Yeah, Adam, right? Is that his yeah. Name? Adam is his yeah. name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he put into, um, he's uh, going to sponsor our Palooza up here. It's um, through Matthew, and uh, he put in the session, and or Paradox rather is sponsoring Palooza, one of the sponsors, and they they reached out, and they're like, oh, we don't know if Erin's doing Paradox. She's a Paradox coach. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little funny. I was like, "Oh no, no, because he's the rep. I'll take another one. I'll take a different session." Because I did do Paradise at our last Google Palooza, and it was very well received. Um, well, I mean, seems like you should guys should just like divide and conquer and find a sneaky way to do it twice. <laughs> well, I I will say I'm doing a session called Sliding into Success, and it's on Google Slides, and Paradise is definitely showcased in that session. Woo-woo. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's getting it's getting snuck in there. <laughs> I like it. So the um when Paradox and Google Slides combined, it was literally like magic. It was like sparkles and unicorns were shooting out of my computer. I was so excited. <laughs> it was really it, it's been such a tremendous game changer and I just love it too because you know, not every teacher is out there like trying to really shake things up. Like a lot of teachers are just trying to like get through the day. And I love Paradox because it's, it's so accessible for low tech people and more tech phobic people. In addition to the people who are like trying everything, like bathing in Google <laughs> juices, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, that sentence, I didn't think it through. <laughs> but we're really excited too because um, now, so for the last, all of Paradex's existence, we've only um, been compatible with Google. And now, as of this summer, we're also compatible with Microsoft. So everything that you can do magically in Google Slides, now Microsoft, like PowerPoint Online users can use it too. So it's like a whole new world out there. That's amazing. That's, oh, that's so great. I know. Are people just ecstatic? I think so. Like I, I haven't been to very many conferences this summer because what usually happens is I have people come up to me at a booth at a conference and say like, we heard about Paradox. It's so exciting. Like, how does it work? And when I say, oh, cool. Are you a Google school? When they would say no, I would be like, oh, I can't even, I don't have good news for you. Like we can't, we don't, there's no conversation. And now I'm just excited to be able to say like, yes, we can work together stay excited. So I, all that to say the buzz out there is good, but I haven't actually gotten to have very many conversations with Microsoft users yet. So I'm really excited for the love fest that is going to be conference season this year. Oh, perfect. And you know what? And Microsoft users really love their Microsoft too. So I'm sure they'll, be very happy with this tool. So true. And Risa, we will just keep on tweeting to Paradise and we will get you to mask you at some point. Yes. I know. We want to meet you. Seriously. <laughs> in person. And our kids are too young. We can't get out to ISTE yet. I know. Oh, oh man. And ISTE is just super expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love to go to ISTE, but, um, but you know, I don't know if my family would like it if I spent all of our vacation money on like going to ISTE versus like the whole family going somewhere. If you 
you know what I mean? But if anyone's listening, I want to send me for free. I'll take a sponsor Tori. <laughs> I mean, just you know, guys, it's in Anaheim next summer, so you could totally like plan a Disney trip. And uh, I definitely mentioned that to my husband, and we have a two-year-old and a um, almost six-month-old, so I'm not entirely sure that that would be the best. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that's like, we are not going to Disney World until everyone can fit on a ride. <laughs> I think that's yeah. fair, and really probably a better use of your money. Like, really, what's the point of going to stand yeah. around at Disney World? It would be a few thousand dollars, and I don't know. But anyway, if anyone wants to send me a scholarship, and and Aaron, you, the two of us, we'll get a scholarship together, and we'll go to. The- <laughs> but, um, uh, mine is timing. It's always the last week of like the kids. My kids are just out of school, so it's hard to leave them that first week that they're out. So that's understandable when they get a little bit older they're not as young. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm committed to upping my East coast presence. So it's going to happen. um, Write to whoever your boss is and just tell that, tell them that you have super fans that really just need to know. MassQ is a blast too at Gillette stadium where the Patriots play. I mean, it is so much fun. One of the teachers even met Tom Brady last year in the parking lot. The possibilities yep. yes, she did. That's cute. We just made dreams happen. Listen, I just got to <laughs> plug Kansas City for a second and say I have some beef right now um, with the Patriots and with Tom, and I just, like, I may need another year to get over it before I come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Masque 2020. See you then. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> But before we wrap up, Risa, why don't you tell everyone how um, they can get in contact with you, and then Erin, you can share too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. So Twitter, always. My handle on Twitter is at Risa Pairdeck. So that's R-I-S-A Pairdeck. Um, yeah, that's the best way to find me. Give me a follow, guys. All right. What about you, Erin? And I am also on Twitter at Mrs. Erin Fisher, just like it sounds, no C in Fisher. And you can also find me on my blog, fishingonamission.com. It's a fabulous where blog. Where I talk a lot about Paradox. <laughs> it does. And it's a great, it's definitely a great blog to subscribe to. I read it every time it comes out, every week. And uh, you. if you guys want to um, get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter at steamupthecLSRM, or you can check out my uh, website, steamuptheclassroom.com. All right. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Yay. Thanks, Risa. Thanks for having me on the internet.